Yes, Have Some Podcast is brought to you by Carnivorous Creations. Our good friend, Mike Nelson, has been making these incredible Ghostbusters props for a very long time. We've been talking about it for a long time. In fact, if you've been paying attention, you would know that I just got my brand new Proton Pack delivered to me at DragonCon. There's a video up on YouTube. You can see the pictures on Instagram. It is a one of a kind. I'm telling you, this is the best Proton Pack I've ever owned. It's the best Proton Pack I'm ever going to own. And Mike was super cool. He was very communicative. He talked to me. He asked me questions. I personally had the best experience I've ever had getting a prop built for me because let's face it, these things are special. There's a lot of detail. We're picky, us collectors, us movie fans. We want the good stuff, and Carnivorous Creations delivers. Now, he not only does Ghostbusters proton packs and proton pack parts, he's getting into Ninja Turtles weapons coming later this year. He's got amazing prop displays, custom displays for your prop replicas. These things are huge. It's hard sometimes. You don't know even how to put it on a shelf. Mike at Carnivorous Creations is going to help you get your collection where you need it to be. So check out carnivoruscreations.com that's carnivorous with a k and you can also find them at carnivorous creations on instagram and facebook tell them yes have some podcasts sent you and get yourself into a brand new ghostbusters proton pack The only place in the multiverse where you can love the book, hate the movie, but still buy all the toys. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. I'm not looking for a friend. I'm looking for a Jedi mask. A what? Please remember to hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed. With your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 170 of Yes Have Some Podcast. My name is Craig Goldberg, and I am here with Abigail Gardner. What's up, guys? And Jacob Walsh. Hello. And we are here. We are... I'm nowhere near as tired as I was last week. No, dude. I was talking to... uh, Who was I talking to? Uh, A friend of the podcast, Matt Sanders. He's in Florida. And... uh, uh, we were just talking about the podcast and, and I said, hey, man, I was really tired last week. And he was like, oh, I could tell. Uh, but he said, me, Craig Goldberg, I'm at my best when I'm a little tired. Because if you guys remember last week, I was a little like, I don't know. Dude, I was tired. I had an edge to me last week. Yeah. You're being a little bit of a dick, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we made fun of some uh I was making fun of people's contest entries. Yeah. God. Dude, when it's late and you get salty Dude, and you get cranky. Honestly, I, I, I listened back and like I want to be friends with me from last week. I feel like Was la- like a cooler version? I feel like, like cool cool Craig came out. Cool Craig, man. I bet cool Craig might work at Hot Topic. Yeah. 
help you with your gauges. Cool, Craig. Cool, Craig. You walk in a hot topic. I'm like, hey, man, just anything I can help you with. Just let you know, we got three for twenty Funko Pops today. Keep that in mind. <laughs> I feel like that's something Cool Craig might say. I like Cool Craig. Cool Craig might take a break, even if he's not approved, and just go and steal pretzels from yeah. AMs. Smoke a cigarette. In it's the back. like a yeah. it's like a twenty minute break instead of a fifteen minute break. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's got a Honda Del Sol. Yeah, here's Takes the thing. Break. Here's the thing. The only thing I could come up, my I equate cool and cool people with being at the mall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you remember back to like thirteen, fourteen. It's who's the cool people? Like when I was like in seventh grade and bought my No Limit Records medallion. Yeah, at the Silver mm-hmm. Hut. Yep. And my stepdad made me take it back. Oh, we've talked about it. They were like no returns. And my stepdad was like bullshit. You just <laughs> sold a hundred dollar medallion to this child. <laughs> I was like, I'll never be a no limit. I've soldier. looked for that online to get it for you again as a Christmas present. I'd wear it. Might be yeah, cool. reclaim your territory. <laughs> Anyways, I think it's a good idea. I think it's a great idea. So, mm-hmm. cool. Craig uh, is not back this week. Regular Craig is here, and I'm with regular Abigail and regular Jake. Yeah, we've all had sleep. Jake, um, how yeah. are you, man? How uh, I know you had some toy. We've been having some major toy stress lately. Should we talk about it? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I guess we should talk about it. It's so weird because you were having this issue, uh, you know, for the last couple of weeks where, uh, you know, you were trying to buy that Jabba thing and it was like locked. Yeah. And then this exact same thing happened to me today. Um, you know, uh, Target is putting out that um, there's that uh, Jurassic World uh, Legacy Collection Brachiosaur. Um, it, it came out a couple weeks ago that it was going to be hitting the shelves soon. And they said originally that it had a lock date of October the 6th. But over the past few days, it's been on a lot of shelves and people have been buying it. So I was like, oh, uh, I guess I guess it's cool. I guess it's out. So um, I contacted my uh, my target person and I was like, hey, can you check for this for me your man on the inside you my man on the inside i got a guy at target yeah and um they checked for me and i got a message today and it was like hey we got one on the truck today it's here but we haven't quite like located it yet um i got a message from them a, a couple hours later and they're like we found it come up here and pick it up so i went up they came out with it i had it in my hands they went to they were like they were like, hey, we'll ring it up. And they were like, I can also get you a 10 percent discount. And I was like, all right, let's do it. Whoa. Um, ring it up. And then it, it's locked. And they told me that earlier when they were looking for it, it was showing up as not locked. And it also was showing up as uh, supposed to being set on the shelves last week. Um, so they were like, and they, they tried to get around it and they, they called, uh, another coworker to be like, is there like other people are, cause they were like, I showed them other people are buying this. Like there is all over Instagram. People are buying it and they tried to get around it for me, but they were just like, we can't. Hey, at it least, work. at least yeah, the people, at least the people who work at target know what a register lock means. <laughs> yeah. Can, can I tell my, I haven't even told this story. So, um, Jake, first of all. I'm sorry, but I think you'll be able to get it this weekend, right? Uh, hopefully, they they did only get one, and That's I got so a mess- weird. Yeah, I got a message. I got a message later on in the day saying three other people have come by asking for it since I was there. Mm-hmm. What they told me, what they told me to do was, uh, they said it's not going to show up on the online like Target online until the sixth, and they were like. 
try it at midnight, but if it's not there, wait until like 6.30 in the morning. So that's something I'm going to possibly have to do. Mm-hmm. They were like, order it online as early as it will let you for in-store pickup, and then will like it will be yours basically like you know it'd be like observing it what if what if as you were driving away from target without it today you looked back and, <laughs> I and like at the window at target you just saw the brachiosaurus flames. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah! uh, yeah i don't know man I, it's like um, you it's like you gave me your curse craig like your curse yeah. was so, passed down we well, the woman at Walmart that you're going to tell, tell the story, story. she story. acted like it was a curse. Let me off. tell the okay. story. Do it. Do it. All right. Just building it up. So what I was looking for. So Force Friday. Um, sorry. Triple Force Friday is. Uh, Triple Force. So this episode releases on Thursday. So tomorrow for our listening audience or yesterday, if you didn't listen to the podcast right away, which if you didn't, then. All that matters is that for us, it's tomorrow. For no, for us not, it's two it's days not, from now. No, two days I think now. I've gotten away from my point. <laughs> uh, Triple Force Friday, which is the big uh, release day for all the new Star Wars products from Episode Nine: Rise of Skywalker, Jedi Fallen Order, the new video game, as well as uh, the Mandalorian. They're all hitting on Friday at midnight. But a lot of the products have been hitting the shelves a little early. They're not supposed to, but the stores put them out. And long story short, everything has been register locked at Target. So. One of the items that is hitting the shelves is the Jabba the Hutt Vintage Collection Palace playset, which is a Walmart exclusive and has been out since May. It's been available online, but they sold out very quickly. I had one ordered a couple months ago from Walmart.com. It was canceled. I'm not 100% sure they even ever refunded me. I remember I had a long chat with Walmart.com, which was not fun. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, the Jabba the Hutt palaces have been hitting the shelves. Well, my thought process was this won't be register locked because it's already an item that's out. I'm not going to try to buy. I'm not trying to get around the system. I'm not trying to get Mandalorian stuff, even though I want it. I'm going to be patient. I'm going to be a good collector. I'm going to wait. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get this Jabba place set. Well, Jake, that this mm-hmm. was a week or two ago already. I must have went to 15 Walmarts. Some of them had them out. Some of them didn't. Register locked. Boom. Register locked. Nothing we can do. Look, are there ways to get that thing out of the store? Yes, there are ways. But again, I'm a good person. Legal ways. I considered everything. I considered ringing up other stuff. Oh, yeah. I I considered pulling a Walmart employee to the side and be like, here's $100 twice what this costs. I'm walking out. Look with the this. other way. <laughs> I didn't do anything. Uh, did you, uh, did you, did you, is it true that you made up a, a child? Oh, our son. I talked did to you or did you not? I did make up a make child. Up a son. I, I did. I, I, I talked to one of the ladies at Walmart. I said, look, my son has been begging me for this. Yeah, right. I don't know if that would make them more sympathetic. Which I feel son, like I would be way. more sympathetic to you if you were just like, I want this. Anybody with a son right now, their son is into Fortnite. No son <laughs> under the age of 25 <laughs> cares about the job of the Hub vintage collection playset. But they like a different movie more. Nobody cares. Nobody cared about <laughs> you think they'll care. They don't care. No. Finally. When you go to re- when you go to ring it up, it doesn't say register locked. It just says cannot sell. So I took I take Job of the Hut to customer service, and the lady takes it and she scans it 
and I guess on her computer it says recall, but they're not actually recalled. That's just the only option in the Walmart system that's probably 100 years old. I'm trying to buy it. She scans it. She takes it away from me. Recall makes you think it's like something bad for your health or something. Right, right. Dangerous. She took it away from me, and she looks at me, and she goes, this is very bad. And I said, what? (laughs) She goes, this is very bad. You cannot have this. This is bad. This is recalled. This is bad. I'm taking this. And she walked in the back, and I never saw her again. (laughs) I was flummoxed. Yeah. I could not believe. she was taken by it? This was my... (laughs) 15th, 18th Walmart in a two-day period. I was exhausted. Mm -hmm. I don't even know if this really happened. It could have been like a desert mirage. Could have made up the whole thing. (laughs) No, it happened. It was really frustrating. I was just like, I just, I felt like, uh, remember in 40-Year-Old Virgin? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. When Jonah Hill is at the eBay store and he can't buy the shoes Mm -hmm. because it's for eBay. And he's like, I just want to give you money and then you give me these shoes. And she's like, I can't. That's how I felt. I was like, yeah, Walmart, I want to give you $50 for this playset, which, by the way, I have it now. I was yeah. able to finally get it. It's worth about eight bucks. It's very unimpressive. <laughs> the hunt was not worth it. Right, right. Well, it's the journey that's the valuable thing. So well, not really well, the payoff of what you actually get. Exactly. So finally, days later. I was uh, I made my way to another Walmart and I tried it again with a different customer service person who literally did not fucking care at all. He was like, "Okay, I'll ring it up. What's it called?" And I looked at, I went, "I go, just type in Star Wars." He's like, "Okay," like, not even a hundred percent sure he worked there, but yeah. he 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 rang it up. Uh, and I got it. I got my thing. But Jake, I, I can relate to the frustration, man. That that is some real toy stress yeah it is like whenever it's like especially when it's in the store and it's it's in your hand yeah it's literally in your hand and they're just like hey nope yeah i literally can't think of any other comparison just that it's very frustrating Like, could you imagine like oh i really want cereal tonight oh here's some milk for my cereal and you just get there they're like we can't sell it (laughs) (laughs) can't give it to you can't give it to you this right. milk can't be sold till tomorrow. It's here, but you can't have That's mm-hmm. so weird. And here's the other thing. I get that it's register locked for a certain event in the case of Star Wars, but this Jabba the Hutt playset has been out for months and months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, could you imagine me trying to explain that to the lady at Walmart? I was like, oh, you don't understand. This is from Return of the Jedi, a movie that came out in 1983. <laughs> now can I get it? Now can I buy this? Um, so anyways, if you're interested, I did put up a YouTube review, um, and I rewatched it. I seemed downtrodden during this review. I seemed so defeated. I'm like, here it is. Here's Han Solo. You don't even care about it. Very cool. Um, but anyways, I'm, I'm excited, Jake, for you to get your, uh, your Brachiosaur this weekend. Yeah. I want to pick that up too. I haven't fully collected that line of Jurassic World. That's a that's a badass dinosaur. I mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I haven't fully collected it either. Um, but it just, you know, it it's it's in scale with the with the three inch figures and it just it looks great. Yeah. And there there's never been a Brachiosaur figure like that from from the Jurassic Park or Jurassic World line. So yeah. I wanna pick it up. I want to get two of them, but my fucking target only got one of them in. That's the other thing. If you look back at like uh, 1980s toy photos from Toys R Us, the sh- there's like 50 Ecto-1s and 50 firehouses. Like yeah. 
Target got yeah, one what's brachiosaurus. Yeah, the price point on they that? Got one. Like, what? It's, 50, it's 50 bucks. That's ridiculous. It's not, I don't know why they don't have more of them. I'm like, I just don't think people, like, who's. I don't like the idea that of being. That toy is for three other, three other, yeah, three other people asked for it today. Yeah. Those weren't kids. Yeah, they asked me, I like. Can, they listened to the, the podcast. I don't probably. want people to tell probably. me no. I don't want to one, be a toy one, purgatory. One, one of them was Jeffrey DeGamarino. Yeah, it had to Guarantee be. Guarantee you. <laughs> they I mean, said people. I was like, Jeffrey? Uh, Stay away. It was funny. They asked me, like, they were like, they were like, well, we only got one, but they were like, do you think this is going to, like, is are people going to be looking for this? And I was like, well, I messaged you a week early to see if you had it in the store. Hey, you should have looked like, at him and been like, you should have been like, well, this is the first long neck dinosaur scaled down to the action figures from Jurassic World, the film, which was one of the most popular box office mega hits of the last five years. So, yeah, I think so. God, I just stumbled through that whole thing. I just fought through it. Hey, another toy update. Um, I have a Power Rangers detoff. Yeah. I think Goldar just fell over. Uh, dude, I want, I've been working on my Goldar impression. It's not okay. ready to be debuted yet, but it's you know, okay. All right. I watched um <laughs> guys hey Abby, ask me what I watched. What did you watch the other night oh. when I went to bed early? Oh. I watched the Power Rangers movie. Yeah. I've never seen it before. How was it? Badass. <laughs> you wait you had never seen it before? No. Oh, okay. I liked That's it. Surprising. I watched a little bit of it. Here's the thing. Here's what I like about it. They had it's good okay. until those fucking dumbass Zords yeah. so show up. It's yeah. really bad. The How last... is a frog better than any dinosaur? Yeah. So it sucks that their dinosaurs are replaced by animals, like regular animals, small animals. Uh, <laughs> but it also sucks that this it, the movie came out in like ninety five. So instead of getting like cool Japanese uh, kaiju costumed Zords, yeah, we get just the worst. CGI special effects Zords. Yeah. yeah. It literally looks like, you know, when you're watching a really bad sci-fi movie in like 2006, mm-hmm. uh, I mean like the sci-fi channel mm-hmm. and then, some, then there's some special effects. Yeah. Like major pixelation and like color distortion. It just, it doesn't look like anything. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of a bummer, but I kind of like, uh, I kind of like that movie. What I like is that, um, Ivan Ooze is great. Ivan Ooze mm-hmm. is awesome. He's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's very funny. He's funny and he's like Freddy. He kind of is like Freddy Krueger. He has he's got him. some jokes. What I like, here's my favorite thing. Okay. Everything looks better in the movie because they had a little bit of a budget. Like It feels like high budget porn, like almost. <laughs> almost like, almost like, is like good. Like a full feature length. Almost as good <laughs> is a medium budget porn. Um it Here's the thing. Ready? Yeah. I like the idea that like the like the their their power center. What is it called? God, I'm gonna their power station. Where Zordon lives. Look at me. I have no idea. That I'm place, not gonna help you out with hey, this. Hold on. It looks everything looks better, right? Like Zordon looks better. Alpha yeah. Five looks better. Like Alpha Five's like, oh, we're we're doing a movie. Well, I'm getting I'm gonna get buffed. Yeah, I'm gonna be shiny <laughs> now. Um, all the suits look better. Yeah. Um. I completely forgot that that movie was made after like uh, Jason and Zach and Trini had left the show. Mm-hmm. It's like those. It's like Rocky. Yeah. Fuck Rocky, by the way. Have you guys seen the episode of Power Rangers where Rocky gets really addicted to that uh, arcade game and he's an asshole to everybody? 
but it's Zed <laughs> who put a spell on him to make him addicted to the game. Mm. No. Well, I'll tell you what. I didn't like Rocky in that episode. Wow. Anyways, controversial stuff. Ivan Ooze is cool. Reminds me of the Joker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was just as controversial as Joker. <laughs> Listen, uh, last thing on Power Rangers, um, I hope they make an Ivan Ooze lightning collection figure because I'd like to buy it. And sure. actually, I'll know who that is. It's very exciting. Have you guys ever forced <laughs> yourself into a fandom? It's fun. I feel like I've I don't, dabbled. I don't think so. When I bought all those uh, Powerpuff Girls toys like two years ago, I started watching the cartoon and I was like, I'm going to watch this. And also with uh, the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the new Nickelodeon, is it? That's a little bit different because it's a property. Yeah, it's something that we were already invested in. Would you guys be into doing uh, something called like the the wheel of intellectual properties where we spit a wheel, whatever it lands of, we just have to get into it? For that week, they just start. We yeah, start collecting it. Okay, <laughs> start collecting it. And you just spend a bunch of fucking money on it for a week, and then you're like, yeah. "All right, I'm done with this shit." Yeah, I mean that's what I do anyway. Yeah, the fact that I still buying Power Ranger stuff like two weeks in is a fucking miracle. Um, last thing on this, <laughs> I, if you do have the discount chain Ollies in your neck of the woods, it's kind of like Big Lots. They've got a lot of the uh, Power Rangers Legacy Collection uh, from uh, Bandai. And I got my mini helmets. I got uh, the the White Ranger and the Red Ranger. Mm-hmm. Zach, uh, not Zach. Fucking what's the Jason? I don't like Rocky. Remember? You keep looking to me like I'm gonna. I'm like Abby. Help me. Help me talk about Power Rangers. I don't know what I'm saying. Okay. Cool. Abby, any other housekeeping notes before we move on here? You got two new details also, which I guess you already mentioned. That was exciting. No, I don't think so. I'm I'm putting up Halloween decorations and we're like in full on uh, Halloween horror movie month mode. So. Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, speaking of that, um, we're recording a new bonus episode for yep. the Patreon feed. Thank you so much to all of our patrons. Anybody who's been signing up, getting in on that community. We're building out, doing a couple of bonus episodes a month, having a lot of fun with that. Uh, right after this episode, we're going to have our newest uh, bonus episode, which Abby, you want to give a little... Yeah. A little tease on that? Yeah, I thought what, you were going to thank me for writing it. Um, well, I, thank you for coming up with the concept. Yeah, I uh, I thought of the idea of doing the old MySpace quiz that was, like, a very popular back in, I guess, the early 2000s. Um, and I looked at the actual quiz because I thought it would be a good idea for the bonus episode. Um, and the quiz itself is, like, 120 questions. So what I did is I condensed it down to 30, and I made them all Halloween-themed. So it's, like, a, kind of an AMA Halloween style. And I had a lot of fun both writing the questions and answering them. So I'm looking forward to talking about it with you guys and seeing what you said. But, yeah, it's mostly, like, you know, nostalgic Halloween memories for all of us and fun shit. Yeah, it's going to be good. I'm really looking forward to that. Um if you want to get in on Patreon, all you got to do is go to patreon.com slash yes, have some podcast and uh, no slash yes, have some patreon.com slash yes, have some for five dollars a month. You get in on all of those bonus episodes. Our complete archive will become available as soon as you join. And then, of course, you get that separate exclusive feed with bonus content all the time, a couple episodes a month. And uh, it's a lot of fun. I really like doing the bonus episodes. We've been doing it. Can you guys believe we're doing Patreon for over a year? 
Yeah. Can you yeah. believe it? That's a lot. Feels like a year of us texting each other on Wednesday going, are we doing a bonus? We do a bonus? <laughs> we do a bonus? Uh, that was Craig we'll this it. morning. We'll do it next week. We'll Craig was it. like, hey, we really need to think of a bonus idea. Um, and then I went to the other room and came back. So um, it's good. Another housekeeping note. And Jake, I just texted you this picture. Um, our, our friend Scott Nyklik, the uh, Maddie Collector toy guru who we had on the podcast about a month ago, he had mentioned... Um, that there was an unreleased three and three fourth inch real Ghostbusters line that had been planned for Mattel that was never released, and that he had a prototype of Slimer, mm-hmm. um, and uh, he sent me the picture. He find he found it. So uh, Jake, I just sent that to you for you to check yeah, out. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it is really cool. Cute. But if you notice, it is the same Slimer that came with the um, Janine and Sam Haim. Uh, two pack. Oh, is it? But it's it's got a better paint job. Um, so I asked him about it. There's a ch- I look. There's a chance he could be mistaken and is just kind of mixing up things. But it's also Mattel, so there's also a chance that they were just going to use that same Slimer for the line. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it was cool. I'll, I'll post that picture. He sent the picture of the hand painted prototype. Cute. And uh, you know what? It is cute. Yeah, it's very cute. I like his. The way his arms are positioned, like he's like a little man. He's just a little man. It's very cute. And uh, of course, Mattel will no longer be making any Ghostbusters (laughs) toys because uh, Hasbro (laughs) is taking over the line. And Mm -hmm. I don't want to get into details because I don't have any. But from (laughs) what I'm hearing, uh, we're in for some uh, special stuff. Yeah. From what we, yeah, we've been hearing little things here and there. Little things, little stuff. Yeah. Last piece of housekeeping, I did want to announce our good friends at Chronicle Collectibles. Just before we went on the uh, air, uh, are we on the air? Yeah, I like We're to think live. of this time as being on the air. I uh, want to get a sign for the outside of our door that says "on the air." Okay, so just for our cats so to the read. Cats don't yeah, come in. so they don't. You know, it'll be like a full house. Just like, don't go in the basement. That the- is exactly what I'm basing it on. <laughs> when the rippers are recording. Yeah. Okay. Um, they are doing their first ever Star Wars product. They are doing a fully one-to-one scale replica licensed uh, Mandalorian helmet from the new movie. And uh, I, 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 I talked to our friend Robert and I said, hey, congratulations. That's amazing. And then in the back of my head, I was like, Send me one. it's not looking good for a Novos, guys. <laughs> yeah, we saw that coming a ways back, though. Yeah, if you have anything on pre-order with a Novos, I'd, uh, I'd pull out. And cancel yeah, I'd cancel that. Yeah. Um, so cool. So, uh, anything else? We're going to have a fuck budget tonight. Anything else before we, uh, we move on here? No, let's do it. I'm just going to acknowledge the fact that I can't talk about Joker. Get into this fuck budget. Yeah. So you guys both, you both gave me shit about this fuck budget. Like, what do you want me to do? I I didn't give you shit. I was just telling you an honest fact about (laughs) it. Yeah. What was your fact? Let's get back to the, uh, the group text. (laughs) Tell me the fact. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> lowest lowest amount of fucks I've ever given out for a fuck budget. Dude, uh, Jake. Listen, it's I a slow news week. I'm sorry. Okay. Fine. Good. Here, new fuck budget. Uh Ray stands smoke cigarettes. How many fucks do you <laughs> You guys like that one? <laughs> Zero fucks. Alright. They use less of their petty cash to get Chinese food. <laughs> and now there's no money for dating. Ten fucks. We should do this. We should do okay. scrap what we had. More Ghostbusters <laughs> one stupid thing. 
Winston seems underpaid. <laughs> How many fucks do you give? All right. uh, I'm looking for the email. Ab, while I do that, will Six you uh, will you pl- plug uh, do that thing? Plug it up. Plug that thing. Uh, group therapy. Yes. If you guys are not members yet, go ahead and join our little club. It's on Facebook. Log in, search for Yes Have Some Podcast. You'll find our page on Facebook. Give that a like so that you can be involved with all of our things. Uh, go ahead and scroll down on the page and you'll see Yes Have Some Podcast group therapy pop up. Ask to join that group and either myself, Craig, or Jacob Welsh will approve you. So go ahead and it's do that. Me. I know, but I like saying it like that. <laughs> so go ahead and join our group and I'll, I'll learn your name eventually. Um, and you could make posts about the things that you're collecting and stressing about and how your target doesn't allow you to have your toys when you want them. Um, so yeah, join the group. It's very good. High quality stuff. No memes. I think I got to hit all the, the highlights. No memes. Yeah, no memes. So. But you know what? The three of us, we get to do memes. Yeah, well, I could post any memes I want. Yeah. Holiday I'm memes. I'm posting a meme tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I posted that really terrible uh, Slimer as Jabba the Hutt with a slave uh, Yeah, Janine. you did. I responded yeah, but you with a sad it to emoji. Kind of make fun of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ryan, what did Ryan you were like, look, You weren't like, look how cool this is. <laughs> I wasn't like, whoa, guys, game changer. Dude. <laughs> I loved uh, I loved Ghostbusters Deviant Art on the internet when you search for it. There's some really good pictures. Yeah. There's, <laughs> there's something. There's something. All right, you guys ready for this fuck budget? Yeah. This is your old pal digital one time. I haven't heard about myself. In such a long time on podcast. All right, go ahead, Craig, Abigail, Jake. Go on your fucking fuck budget. All right, it's time for the Yes Have Some Fuck Budget, the segment of all segments, the one where we take five topics in pop culture, movies, and toys, and Jake and Abby have to allocate how many fucks they give for each one. They have 10 total fucks to spend each week, and they can't overspend. There is no fuck credit cards. There is no fuck loans. There is a fuck bill collector. I will call you on the phone from a 1-800 number you don't recognize, and I'll be like, <laughs> sir, I need some of those fucks. Fuck collector. Are you prepared to make a fuck payment today? Dude. Um, <laughs> you should do that costume for Halloween. You know, I started actually answering calls from bill collectors. And when they go, are you prepared to make a payment today? I go, absolutely not. Um, I've thought about picking up when I get a telemarketer call and like heckling them, but I don't. Hey, by the way, I'll respect the, job. the new phones on AT&T. They tell you who's calling. I feel bad if there's anybody out there whose name is actually spam risk because uh, <laughs> you're not going to get any calls. No one's answering. Spamala. Spamala risk. My name is Spamala risk. <laughs> Um, all right, are you guys ready? Yes. Yeah. We've threatened to do a morning show episode. I feel like we're doing it right now. We're having fun. <laughs> hey, I could bring Cool Craig back. <laughs> you say that, then you have to put one earring in really quick. Hold on. Let me go to Claire's and get my ear pierced real quick. <laughs> I'm already at the mall. <sighs> all right, let's do it. Cool Craig might appear later. First up, Disney Plus is rebooting Home Alone. Borat, the writer of Borat. I can't even read it without it's so dumb. The guy who wrote Borat, Dan Mazer, is rebooting Home Alone. Melissa McCarthy may or may not be involved. Uh-huh. 
Will Ferrell may or may not. Will Ferrell may or may not be involved. And they're flipping the script this time. Read the plot. Yeah. Hold on, I'm finding it. Hold on. Um, here it is. Okay, here we go. Uh, the script is expected to follow a married couple who go to war with a young boy who has stolen something from them. A twist on the original premise of a young boy who goes to war with a pair of inept thieves looking to rob his house. When it comes to the worst idea of all time, (laughs) (laughs) Abigail Gardner. Yeah? How many fucks do you get? You know what? I gave this one fuck. (laughs) Oh my god. And I'm kind of wondering. I think it's strictly because of that picture of Mikey Day looking really excited at like... (laughs) With money flying around him? Like, that is what my one fuck's going to. I do like Mikey Day. I, I like Mikey he's Day. He's good on SNL. He's one of the co-writers of this. Yeah, I. that is, I guess, where my fuck's going to. Uh, yeah, the idea kind of sounds like Dennis the Menace or something like... I, I don't know. It's I, oh, The article on Collider that we read that was in our uh, fuck budget roundup said that it would be cool to do a gender flip and to bring in um, the actress from uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood... Julia Butters and have her do the um, do the McAllister what, what's his name Kevin McAllister I almost said Michael McAllister uh, do her have her do like the main character I feel like that would be cool um, but this is not really a great idea and it's a reboot and Melissa McCarthy like 100% I have to get far away from that so so you're <laughs> one, excited one fuck yeah but I'm wondering why I'm giving it one fuck as I allot well, there, it okay well I'll let Jake go then I'll give my Cool Craig will come and give an opinion. Cool Craig. Okay. Um, well, I gave it zero fucks. Um, mm-hmm. It sounds dumb. It, it kind of sounds not like Home Alone at all. I'm like, they're going to make the kid a thief? They're gonna, like, Is he the bad guy now? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it sounds dumb to It's me. about a child. I just don't care. It's about a ch- Okay, here it is. Will Ferrell and Melissa McCarthy are a couple who are not... Um, well-equipped to deal with the world at large. And this is a child who robs them. <laughs> and kid, like, it's... I don't get this at all. It's not, I know Disney has all these properties that they want to kind of reboot and retool. I know they're doing something with Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Listen, I'm not saying Home Alone is sacred ground because... There's yeah. a bunch of Home Alone. Well, like, that's another sequels. that's another reason I gave it zero is because like I, I like the first two Home Alone movies. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're great, but they're not like the the thought of a remake doesn't make me be like no. Mm-hmm. It's just it just sounds dumb. Isn't the better idea here to just try to make it uh, like Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern? finally get out of jail again. Like, just bring them back? Yeah, and then they go try to yeah. find Kevin McAllister. Yeah. But Kevin McAllister's out of town. Macaulay Culkin have kind of like a little cameo, but it's his kid. It's his kid, okay. yeah. But it's all the, like, they're, like, imagine this line. It's just like, the same thing. He's gonna call the cops! From a treehouse? Yes. <laughs> he has a cell phone. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it sounds terrible. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm all about like legacy sequels, reboots, remakes. Like, just who cares? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. come up with something better than this. Yeah. Like Melissa McCarthy and Will Ferrell. <laughs> it doesn't even sound. Ugh. I want to redact my fuck. <laughs> I, I need it back. Zero fucks. All right. 
So you're done. Yeah. You're back. You're back to zero. Okay. So you wait. Has this ever happened? Like in the middle. No, yeah. I Did you so. return? I, yeah, I returned my fuck. You must have had a gift receipt. Yeah. All right. Next. You up. can have a change of heart. Okay. There's room for that. All right. Next up, Mondo announced that there is going to be a special edition double LP vinyl release of the Ghostbusters score. This is not the soundtrack. This is the it's score. The score. Mm-hmm. So it was originally reported that it was going to be the soundtrack, but I guess it's it's not the soundtrack. It's the score, which oh, I, yeah. I just read just right now. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> Elmer Bernstein. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, it's got um, really cool original art by uh, Paul Mann. Uh, 35 bucks, very affordable. Uh, if you're a record collector or a print collector or a Ghostbusters fan, I think this is a great opportunity to pick up something very cool. Jake, what say you? How many fucks? I gave it three fucks. Um, I just think it's, I mean, it's cool. Any any new Ghostbusters merchandise is, is, is good in my book. And uh, the artwork overall is pretty good. I think the Slimer looks weird, but the rest of it looks great. And just the fact that like they, Mondo does really good LPs and records like they 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 it's always on point. So I'm I'm excited to get that. Yeah. I agree with you. It's a little weird though that they just did this big 35th anniversary vinyl release and then I just thought I'm really bummed. I really want the soundtrack. And for that matter, I want the Ghostbusters 2 soundtrack. But also, well I maybe really... that stuff's I mean maybe that stuff will maybe it just kind of depends on how I, I saw that like this is more of a limited run. A lot of those end up in stores and they said that this will not. Hmm. So maybe it just needs to, um, well, I better order mine then. Yeah. Yeah. You got to order it. It's tomorrow. Should. Tomorrow, right? No, it's on sale now. Oh, is it? All right. Yeah, stop the... the podcast. All right. All right, guys, we're done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks for listening. I don't know um, how to order things while, uh, we do that podcast. all the time. We <laughs> order things while doing all sorts of things. I gave this four fucks too. So I'm right there with you, Jake. I really like the, uh, wait, Oh, he gave it three. Oh, I thought you said four. I gave Shit. it three. Damn yeah. it. All right. Well, I gave it four fucks. It's okay. It's okay. It's good. You know what? Because I, I took a fuck away from Home Alone Reboot, and I'm giving a fuck to this because I care a lot about Ghostbusters. I think the artwork is really nice. Um, I would love to frame and put it up on the wall. And I really like the green-looking She-Hulk Zool. I think it's like a just a cool aesthetic. And yeah, I mean, I wish it was a soundtrack, too. I, I wish it was the GB2 soundtrack even more, but the score is cool. It's Ghostbusters. I like it, and I like that it's relatively inexpensive, and I love vinyl in general and collecting that, so I think it's something we must have. Hey, actually, um, what I want more than anything is the Ghostbusters 2 score, because it's never been released. And that's like a cool, like, it's so different. It's a good score, Mm -hmm. too. It's very different than uh, the first movie, but yeah. um, yeah. Um, Okay, cool. Want it. Need it. Next up. God, this yeah. is a bad fuck budget. This is a good one. This is a good one. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh... Let's do it, jump. Let's jump right in. All right. The Birds of Prey trailer's out. Yeah. Um, Harley Quinn, the something-something emancipation of Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. DC Universe is still alive and kicking, I think. <clears throat> um, I don't want to be too hard on it. Yeah, no, it's kicking. All right. I gave it a fuck. Go for it. Yeah, I'll be nice. 
That fuck is mostly because I'm excited that Harley Quinn Smith and Ryan uh, Joel are excited about it. Um, I'm happy to see them happy. But I think this trailer has a cool aesthetic, and I like that it's pro-femme. Um, I hope that there's some substance to the movie. Like, that's kind of been my issue, is that characters and plot with DC films haven't really been compelling. So it would be really cool to see this and be, like, surprised and taken aback. Um, by how like woke or forward thinking it is or how they spin things. And I like having a female cast, um, like an ensemble cast. That's cool. So I'm kind of, I already have interest in it. I love Ewan McGregor and he's in it too. So that's kind of nice. So I had to get one. I called him earlier, Obi-Wan McGregor, which was an accident. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm, I like him. So I'm, I'm excited about this. Only to the extent of one fuck though. I don't think it's going to get any more than that from me. Good cast, too. There's some good people in there. Mm-hmm. Hey, Rosie Perez is in it. I like her. Jake, didn't you watch White Men Can't Jump fairly recently for the first time? I did. Yeah, it was good. That's a good movie. Mm-hmm. The first half is really good. Second half drags, but it's still good. You gotta admit, that's one of the best Jeopardy scenes ever in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> it gets so... Like, all of this... It, that movie takes a, a bit of a turn. Like It was like, why are we on the Jeopardy set all of a sudden? Yeah. That's like when we that's like when we were on the lot at Sony when we would go score. Dude, we were like on the prices. <laughs> I was right like, set? should I uh no. should I go in the sound stage right now? <laughs> Nobody's paying attention. Why? I just end up on Jeopardy. Just getting every question wrong. Just... Yes. What if I did that? What if I faked my way to Yeah, Jeopardy? I was like, let's get Eric to let us back on and uh we'll just spend the day sneaking into shows. I, then my goal is to get on Jeopardy and only give wrong Ghostbusters answers to everyone. <laughs> Who's Vince Porto? You just just answer every question with who is Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> no um, matter what. What is the second coming of Gozer? Sorry. <laughs> Damn. So, so close. Uh what is uh what are Hittites? No, I'm asking. <laughs> Um, Jake, how many fucks you give about this Birds of Prey trailer? Oh, um, zero. Um, I, I I did not like Suicide Squad at all, and um, to me this doesn't look any better. Um, I don't know. It just I don't I don't give a shit about anything happening in this trailer except for the hyena. Um, yeah, I just don't care. Like I don't care about I don't know or care about any of these characters. So I just like I don't know, man. I don't. It's just not my thing. I just don't give a shit about it. Uh, We should interject, though, that next week we will have our full reaction and review to Joker. Yeah. Uh, For full context, Abigail and myself have already seen it. Jake Mm -hmm. will be seeing it tomorrow and uh, should make for a lively discussion. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Sure. Actually, I wrote a review for it. Yeah. Did you guys see that? Yeah. I thought it was great. I, uh... I wrote a non-spoiler review for Joker because I felt the need to to get it out of my head because I haven't stopped thinking about it mm-hmm. since watching it. So you can find that on YHSPodcast.com. Why don't you go ahead and smash that like button? Ooh. Subscribe. Smash. Okay. Join we'll, the conversation. Join the conversation. Um, cool. So we'll be talking about more DC stuff uh, next week. But let's talk about something we actually really want to talk about. I feel like the last two here are the... We can have some fun with these. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little more YHS universe centric. I tried to branch out. I want to be, I want to be the number one home alone podcast, mm-hmm. but you guys aren't going to let it happen for me. Okay. <laughs> what would be the, what would be a good name of a, 
Home Alone podcast. I don't know, but I like the name I came up with for our offshoot, which is a step podcast. Okay. Stepcast. That was I don't know, but you what? you're you're the podcast stepdad. I am? Yeah, that was the plan. <laughs> I don't remember this You don't remember this? This was literally like an hour ago at the gas station. God. <laughs> I can't focus at the gas station. Because <laughs> you, you said you asked. Oh, it. no, because I said. You're like, should I have a couple beers before we record? And I was like, what if you just came out as a totally different character and doing that? Cool Craig is just abusive stepdad Craig. <laughs> no, no, no. Because I was like, oh, it'd be cool if we had Jake and maybe some of our other friends launch a spinoff godzilla podcast oh, yeah, called that. podzilla and then i looked it up and i was like oh there's already five podcasts called podzilla well of course there are i was like oh well i guess my idea is terrible no um, yeah it's confirmation that it's good or me and my family could do one we can call it kaijus oh <laughs> okay <laughs> hello Welcome to the podcast. I've got my schmear. Uh, I can do that. My last yeah, name's Goldberg. I've just, I backed away from the oh, microphone. Oh, like I can. No, you can't. I can't. I haven't converted. You but convert. you're married into it. So that's to, no, like, not that's really. Something, right? You should convert to Judaism. I'm, no, that's not how you, you know. You Yama can't believe how fun it is. Uh, Let's I'm talk good. about this next part. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, God. Second episode in a row, we're talking about religion. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wait a minute. What? We didn't even consider the fact that more than likely Egon's Jewish. Okay. Do we need to consider that? Why does I that do. Matter? Does that affect, it affect his my... faith? It affects his heritage. Are we getting back into this? What are we talking about? What's happening? Ariana Richards and <laughs> Tim Mizuno, Mizello. Tim? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me start that over. The kids from Jurassic Park, okay? Tim and Lex. Tim and Lex, the grandchildren of John Hammond, uh, who were played by Ariana Richards, and Joe Mazzello, who you might have seen in uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, which was... Not a good movie. It was a movie. <laughs> it's just not like, great, was it? Hey, I talk to people all the time who love it. Yeah. People love it, yeah. But I don't understand. Well, people love it just because they love the music of Queen. Of course, Queen is amazing. It tricks them into liking the movie. Exactly. Uh-huh. Anyways, well, that's another conversation for another day. Tim and Lex, they want to be back. They're expressing interest. They're like, hey, Laura Dern, Sam Neill, Jeff Goldblum are back. We want in. They're not really saying we want in, but what they're saying is we'd love to do it if they asked. Um, you know what's weird? We talked about last week on the show and off off the air as well, um, the three main casts coming back. We never once brought up this as a possibility. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Like none of us thought, hey, what if Tim and Lex come back? Mm-hmm. Now, my theory is that we're going to find out that Owen and Claire are are Tim and Lex. And it's going to be a real nice twist. <laughs> 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 Fucking turn of the Jedi. That's what I want to see. Yeah. <laughs> Yoda's like, Yoda's talking to, to, to uh, Tim. He's like, there is another there is. <laughs> uh, Flashback to Chris Pratt too. And like, you know, sometimes you just gotta just fit in here. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, they, Owen's like, I, I don't. Yes, Greg. They, they cut to a scene of Owen. He's like, 
I don't remember all the details, but I was electrocuted by the electric fence as a kid, I remember. <laughs> I used to be a vegetarian. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I like, want to see know, that a, movie. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think it'd be better if it's a scene where, like, Claire's on the computer or something and Owen calls her a hacker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, uh, a, ner- like a nerd or something, and it all just kind of clicks at once. Uh, he's like, He's like, hey – is reported that there, there's dinosaurs taking over New York City. Here, check it out on this laptop. And she goes, oh, a Unix system. Uh-huh. <laughs> so like, like, what a nerd. Because of the trauma they suffered. to be called a hacker. They get separated yeah. and never see each other. And then, and, yes, and then they yes. fall in love. I prefer to be called a hacker. I love it. And then Owen's like, Sam Neill walks up and Owen's like, so you're Dr. Alan Graham. Hey, what do you call a blind dinosaur? <laughs> No, Tim. Uh-huh. Well, All right, let's talk about it for real. Jake, what do you think? Uh, uh, sorry, are you laughing? Yeah. Okay. Laugh? Jake. I was, okay. When uh, it comes to- uh, I only gave this one fuck. Um, Ooh, I think it would be. I think it would be cool. It's. It, it'd be great, you know. But also, like, this is just two actors being like, "Hey, we, we want a job." Like, it's not. You know, the movie starts filming soon. It's. It's probably not going to happen. I don't. I don't think it's. Uh, anything to rely on like sure it'd be great but um you know all of my all my money is on grant ellie and uh you know ian malcolm so and that's happening for sure so like it would be great yeah but uh it's not gonna happen i just give it one fuck all right yeah i'm in agreement totally with jacob uh, one fuck because uh, I don't need either Tim or Lex in a major capacity in this next movie. I am excited about like obviously the other ones coming back, Ellen Grant and uh, Ellie, etc. Like you just said, Jake. Um, but yeah, there's just I don't see any reason to have them. Their characters didn't like seem to like affect the other movies, and I can't really see how them coming back wouldn't take you out of it if they're well. For one thing, I guess what's the guy who plays uh. Tim, it doesn't matter. The guy who plays Tim, he's like a good, he's an actor, but Ariana Richards, she's not like she's not in film. She's not active. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not sure how that would actually pan out. Hey, here's a yeah. twist. What if this happened? <clears throat> what if Ellie's had to change her last name because she got married and her new last name's Malcolm? Ooh. Okay. All do, you guys, right. do you guys hate me? A little bit. Sometimes. <laughs> what I want is if uh, Ariana Richards is on the set for her to do like paintings yes. of the crew as they're working on the movie. Yes. And then we can buy those. Yeah. There you go. Um, they're not going to be in this movie. There's no point. No. They're in the they're in uh, the Lost World for yeah. like two minutes. <clears throat> it also like if 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 for some reason they did get you know they it did come out that they were going to be in it. I would that would just kind of stress me out a little bit because we're already bringing back three of the original characters. And I'm like, okay, they're already probably not getting a whole lot of screen time. And now we're going to have five of the original cast. Like it's, it's just too much. There's too like the original cast. Plus you have to deal with Claire and Owen. Like it's just too many cast members that have to juggle for like screen time and all that. It's just like, it's just fucking. Yeah. Also an update. We know we talked about this on the Patreon episode, but Jake, you were eyeing that signed Mr. DNA uh, cell, the uh, animation yeah. cell. What yeah. would it go for? About three grand. Yeah, we almost <laughs> bought it for you. Can I tell you? I can tell you, Jake, I signed up for the auction. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? 
I'm going to bid. I'm going to bid like $800. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't have $800 to spend, but I was like, I want to, I want to, I want to, like last year we gave, for Christmas, we gave Jake that, uh, what was that thing? That the leper, signed, the, leprechaun. The signed you uh, outdo it? Warwick yeah. Davis picture? Yeah. I was like, I want to beat that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it, it was like, opening bid, hey, oh, we're at 1500 I was like, nope, out. <laughs> So, yeah. yeah. God. But at least I still have that Ray Bradbury nice. dinosaur book. So you'll, you'll, be, you'll be getting that. And I, I actually brought that up. I was like, hey, it's fine. It's like, <laughs> I looked at Abby. I was like, has Jake ever once expressed any He interest? wants it. I completely forgot about it until right now. Fuck. Let's, uh, let's all forget about that. Okay. Over the next month. We're not getting you anything, Jake. Oh, okay. okay. I mean, I could probably get you like... I don't know, a Raphael or a, a Leonardo animation cell, and I can sign it. <laughs> uh, hey, at least that'd be something. It's something. All right, let's talk about this next one. Uh, Rise of Skywalker. Uh, screenwriter Chris Terrio had some comments regarding Ray and the Force. Uh, I thought these were kind of interesting. I wasn't going to include it, but then I realized I wanted to talk about it because I love Star Wars more than anybody on this podcast. Um, mm-hmm. I can prove I like it. it. I like it. You? Oh, you just like I it? I like that you love Star Wars. I love and Star I, Wars. And I personally, I'm into it. You getting into Star Wars? Yeah, I'm getting into <laughs> getting um, recently. Okay, so here's the quote. In an interview with Empire, Terrio addressed what he believed to be the two biggest questions that will drive the plot of The Rise of Skywalker. First, there's the matter of who is Rey and her murky heritage. So right from the top here, I think this is a good sign because let's face it. Nobody likes what happened. No. In the last Jedi. Her lineage is important. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like there's stuff I really like about the last Jedi. But when it comes to Rey and her backstory, like it's kind of like, come on. All right. Mm-hmm. He says, uh, that's a question that people not only wonder about quite literally, but wonder about in the spiritual sense. How can Rey become the spiritual heir to the Jedi? We kept coming back to who is Rey, and how can we give them a satisfying answer to that, not only factually, because obviously people are interested in whether there's more to be learned of Rey's story, but more importantly, who she is as a character. How will she find the courage and will and inner strength and power to carry on what she's inherited? Then they were talking about the Force, the broader matter of how strong the Force really is. And he says, it sounds a little simple, but actually, when you get down to it, that is sort of a Zen cone that we will really meditate on. Not literally in yoga poses or anything, but like we would really discuss what is the force and how strong is the force? Those two things were very important. So I think that's a lot to take in. So yeah. take a deep breath. Mm-hmm. Abigail Gardner. Yes. When it comes to what I'm going to translate, we're going to find out who Ray's parents are. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. We're going to find out who she is. Yes. And we're going to learn a little bit more about the force. Yes. How many fucks do you give? Four fucks. All right. I upped this from two to three to finally four fucks okay. because I, mm. although you keep talking shit on us and saying we don't like Star Wars, I fucking love Ray <laughs> and I love The Force has Awakens. A face tattoo. Death star tattooed on his face. And I was like, I don't know if you really like it though. Yeah. <laughs> we all love it and we all have troubled relationships with movies and franchises and uh, yeah, had feelings and things we need to get over and The Last Jedi happened and my biggest issues with that film were 
raise murky lineage. I didn't like that her parents were just like drifters or whatever, like junkers and didn't matter. I wanted to know something that would tie back to the original trilogy and that would add some depth to it. And also I fucking hated the final battle with uh, Luke and his force teleportation or whatever that shit is. Um, I didn't like that. It, it confused like how you can use the force and like what actually killed him. If it was like him taking the mental capacity to transfer to another place that that killed, like there, there wasn't like high, like I wanted real high stakes, like death blows and that kind of shit. So if there's thought going into like death blow, how, yeah, like how, you're, how the force <laughs> works, then I, that's something I'm excited about. And I, um, yeah, I'm excited about the next movie. And I'm kind of nervous, but it's good to hear that these are concepts and things that people are meditating on because you should be doing that with Star Dude, Wars. How fucked up Not just it? trying to rewrite or flip the script. J.J. Abrams should have done all three of these movies. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but you know what we got? What we got? Well, I mean, all right. Oh, boy. Um... Are you are know. you thumbing through all the fucks in your wallet right now? Yeah. Well, well. Here's the thing, <laughs> Jake. Jake, <laughs> classic. We've been on so many trips with yeah. Jake. We've got to so many toy shows. <laughs> right now, right now, right see. now, Jake <laughs> is standing at the booth. He's looking. He's looking at that vintage toy. He's looking at that that trench coat Raphael, <laughs> and he's taking out his wallet. He's going, hold on, let me. Let me look at my money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you, so far I've only spent four fucks. So you still have some. I do, but I here's the it. problem. I don't think this is like the the raised parents lineage thing. Like, is that news? How? Duh. Like, of course <laughs> we're going to. Of course we're getting that. This is like that's not a uh, that doesn't make me like feel amazing to read that because I'm like, OK, well, yeah, it's the last movie. Of course, we're going to know who her parents are. The other thing like finding I I gave this one fuck the, the thing about the force. Yeah, let's spell out the force and let's have it. Remember last time they tried to do something like that? We got midichlorians. Like, I don't care. I don't uh -huh. need to know exactly how the force works and exactly what its limitations are. Like, that's not for us to know. Like if, if, if that was something that was easily defined, then the world of star Wars, like, it, it wouldn't be as mystical there's like just, that is kind of the purpose <laughs> there's just gonna be a scene akbar is gonna be back for some reason mm -hmm. and he's just gonna be breaking down with a pointer with a pointer how leo was able to do that weird thing she did oh in the last God. he's like well you see her <laughs> i just don't like it is any any oh, I don't there's know. a little diagram of fucking what's his name for guardian of the galaxy volume two Oh, I can't remember uh, I'm, Michael Rooker's character. Uh, Yondu. Yondu, Yondu, just like Yanosh. Yanosh. <laughs> I'm glad that they're like putting some thought and they're thinking about it and they're and they're trying to think about what people want to know the answers to. But like the force is not something I need an explanation for nine movies into a saga. You know what I mean? Like I, I do. I do hope that they don't like I'm sure. OK, they're never going to say this publicly. But when J.J. Abrams was brought on to take on this movie, 
I guarantee the first thing they did was sit down and go, okay, we have some course correcting that we have to do. Yeah. Because there was a negative palpable reaction to some of the stuff that happened in The Last Jedi. And um, one of those things was some of the stuff that people – like I don't have – like Luke force projecting, all of that, when people be like, oh, you can't do that in the – like that's – I don't have any issue with that. The Um, force projecting isn't the problem with that that part of the movie. Exactly. It's it's the – underuse of Luke doing anything important is the stupid shit. Like imagine if he would have force projected like if that scene would have happened and then he realized like he had to go like he actually showed up too. you know like there's ways they could have done that and like made it work and then make it even cooler. We've we've talked about that a lot but Mm -hmm. um, yeah I don't think addressing the power of the force which is a tremendous line of action figures that started in 1995 (laughs) and became the rebirth of the uh, Star Wars collecting universe. Um, Yeah, I don't think that's... I'm way more interested in Rey and her lineage and why... My my favorite scene in the new trilogy uh, so far is the uh, Rey finding Luke's uh, lightsaber and Mm -hmm. and having uh, Obi-Wan say... Ray, these are your first steps. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that. I've been waiting for four years to figure out why. <laughs> why her? Mm-hmm. I love that she's powerful. I don't care. Like, people who freak out, like, she became too powerful too. Like, fuck that. She's great. It's awesome. Uh, I always say that Luke trained with Yoda for a total of about six minutes over two movies. So I'm not worried about how fast she became powerful in the Force. Um, but I do want to know... Is it a uh, a blood lineage or something else uh, that led her down that path? But yeah, let the force stay mystical. Let it be an unspoken thing that uh, you don't need to define it. I'm not into – I hope they don't do it literally, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whenever you reach level 532 of Jediism, <laughs> you, get your, you get your merit badge for yeah. – uh, levitation it's like scientology right. fuck up yeah i think that any like too much exposition on that just like the whispers in the forest and lost or like anything where you're getting too much backstory it takes the mystery and like the mystique out so. well that's the thing people get so hung up and convinced that they need the answers to everything that's not what makes a story good like to me leaving stuff some stuff open to interpretation is a very powerful storytelling device as long as it's done in a, a tasteful way that and it's long as long as that's what the writer or the creators intended it's not like fan theories where they're like Kevin McAllister from Home Alone you know he grew up to be Jigsaw like I'm pretty sure that's not what they were intending <laughs> but when certain things like I mean honestly if even if they did not address Ray's like lineage and it was more open to interpretation, like I would be okay with that as long as they do it in a cool way. Um, yeah. But I don't think it was done in that cool of a way in the last Jedi. I agree. Do it wasn't how, satisfying. Hey, can I ask you guys a serious question? Yeah. Yeah. Good fuck budget, right? Yeah. Kind of. Thanks for um, fuck budget. How do you guys feel about Kylo Ren going into this movie? Um, I, I, I'm I'm stressed they're going to try to redeem him, and that's not something I want. 
or think I can accept in my heart. You kill Han Solo. Yeah. I'd like you to know, see like, him go like, full like, turn. Even, even, even if you're not like the biggest Han Solo fan, like he he's, you know, one of the core original three of the trilogy. And you I, I don't believe that I can accept a redemption of a character that has come in in the, you know, the last three films killed one of the biggest characters of the franchise. And then like, we only have one movie to do it now, you know, like if he's going to have a redemption in the course of one film, I I won't believe that. Like that would be too hard for me to take in. So I, 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 you see rumors of it and you see people talking about it. And I hope that that's not, I could see a redemption and then death, like death through redemption, like redemption through death, you know, like he dies off doing like the right thing. Well, that's like Vader though. Yeah. That's like the ultimate, like there's good in him. I know it. Like, Mm -hmm. But to see him cross over and then stay there, I don't know if that's... Um, here's another question before we wrap things up. You know, I've I've been on record as saying that I had no issues with Luke and Rey's storyline in The Last Jedi. I liked old, cranky hermit Luke. I liked all of that. But the more I think about it, I think I'm starting to kind of dig into a little bit of maybe what what the real issue with Luke was. You know, Mark Hamill has been very open in saying that he fundamentally disagreed with basically everything Ryan Johnson did with Luke in that movie. Mm-hmm. It's really hard. The flashback scenes where we see uh, Kylo tempted by the dark side and Luke like attempt to kill him. Yeah. That's really hard for me to swallow. Especially in the way it's presented. Like, to me, that's its own trilogy. Like, Kylo Ren training and turning to the dark side. Basically, that's the prequels. Yeah. But they do it in, like, three minutes. And I think that's the hardest thing. That doesn't. That's something I would like to see stretched out. And that there's a lot of complication because he's the son of two uh, like yeah. people on the opposite side. I so. really think they fucked up. Yeah. Like, that, that literally... That could be at least its own movie, which would be Kylo being tempted by the dark side and Luke having the moral uh, like dilemma of what to do about that. Mm-hmm. And the, it, at a minimum, it was poorly executed. Yeah. But at a maximum, it really kind of derailed the the momentum because we we're all we all love the force wing i don't want to speak for everybody i I don't know if you agree with what i'm saying or not Mm -hmm. but i agree it rivals um probably return of the jedi for the number one position in my book of like favorite star wars film what does yeah i agree force awakens force awakens yeah yeah but do you guys what do you think about what i'm saying like yeah, I would. I, I mean, I'm agreeing I, that I would watch it. Are you saying is that viable? It's clunky. It's clunky in that movie. Like there, there, there are like out of all the things that are clunky and not well planned out, that is one of the big ones. And it's like it's weird because you also see it like three times in the movie, like through different perspectives. But all the and perspectives like, get, are kind of the same. They are, but like yeah, I get what they're going for. Like, well, there's one where it's like he wanted to kill Luke. And then there's one where it's like Luke wanted to kill him. And mm-hmm. then there's the one where it almost seems it's like a little bit of bad timing on both of their parts yeah. or something. And it's just like, what the fuck is this? It, it's, 
it's it's just not it's just not good writing is what it is. It's just like a bad it, it was a bad idea. Nobody said, hey, don't don't do maybe not. Maybe not. If you're going to do that extremely important span of time, don't like have so much confusion about it. Like, to, yeah, I think there's a way that it. movie could be edited and leave out those scenes and we'd end up with a better, more satisfying movie because it just takes you out of it. Like, because the first time when you see the aftermath of Kylo burning down the temple and when you see it in that vision in Force Awakens and Luke like bowing down and putting his hand on R2, like it is so unbelievably powerful and emotional. But yeah. the way that it's executed, we're like, first off, it looks like one of those bad flashbacks from a TV show where like this is supposed to be like 10 years ago, but Kylo Ren looks the exact same <laughs> yeah. as he does now. Yeah. Like, like it's just <laughs> It's right. just weirdly done. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. I always thought that I was like, what did they, this happened yesterday? Yes. <laughs> it's one of many weird timeline things and things that just don't add up. And, and I get that Luke filter. has that little farm boy crybaby built into him. So I don't doubt that if he failed as the Jedi master that he wanted to be and he lost Kylo to the dark side, that he, that's why I don't mind him going to become a hermit and like trying to, not be of the world anymore, but it's, and it's not even the fact not it's not even the things that happened that bummed me out. It's the way they showed it and the way it was executed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a lot of that. It just seems like Luke overall seems kind of very unimportant and, and last Jedi. And that goes against the entirety of, uh, force awakens. And it's just, it's just, yeah. annoying. and it also sucks to have him die at the end of it when like his, his, it's not been a satisfying run that he's been exactly. On. It's not it. Like you don't even fucking him, miss him. Killing like, him off is okay to me if it's like worth it. But whenever he's been literally doing nothing the entire movie, yeah, it's a waste, dude. Yeah, pull my heartstrings and make we're me care about this movie again. Yeah, God, <laughs> like let's stop talking about this movie. All right, well we're about done anyways. Yeah. Um. Last thing. Because we got to record a bonus episode. We did not touch on this last week, and I meant to, and I forgot. So let's talk about it real quick. Mm -hmm. Ivan and Jason Reitman at the Calgary, I think it was the Calgary International Film Festival. They talked about movie making and and all sorts of stuff. A lot of it was repeats of stuff we heard at FanFest. Ivan Reitman got emotional at one point um, because I think what he's seeing in his son is dollar sign. I thought you were going to say his four guys <laughs> coming down the street for the first time. Oh, <laughs> it's truly remarkable. Uh, no, man, this is fucking awesome. Ghostbusters is almost done filming. Can you believe this? Ghostbusters 3 is almost done filming, and they were talking about it, and Jason Reitman expressed that the main theme of this movie is forgiveness. And he said, oh, I forgot. We mm -hmm. talked about this a little yeah. bit, yeah. And he said... Um, in that way, it really connects back to the first two. So I just, we don't have to, we can carry this on next week, mm -hmm. but I wanted to get initial thoughts. When you think about, we really don't know anything about the plot. Mm -hmm. We specifically don't know anything, how it relates back to the original movies. So when you think about forgiveness, what do you think? It made me think like my, my first couple of thoughts were, were having to do with Egon. And it made me wonder if like maybe Egon, maybe they're going to use, the death of Harold Ramis and kind of like maybe e something happened and Egon's death was maybe the cause for the, the split of the Ghostbusters or 
Egon and maybe Carrie Coon's character who could possibly be his daughter. Who knows? Like maybe something happened where the family kind of had a split. It's either the Ghostbusters had a split or the family had a split. And whatever happens in this movie is kind of like bringing them back together. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm circling around on Egon thinking that, A, he's going to be the emotional connective tissue for the movie that brought Bill Murray back and that brought everybody into it. (laughs) Abby was just holding her nose. I thought you were about to jump into a pool. Dude, no. (laughs) And if I did, I'd know how to dive. Uh, Anyway, so back to (laughs) – that was like a fun reference. All right. So yeah, what that completely lost my train of thought. What was I talking about? Uh forgiveness. Oh, forgiveness. Egon, it's probably Egon. Knowing uh Harold Ramis as a person, like it they could probably play off of some of his like actual character in real life. Um and yeah, I think that it's gonna be something where maybe his death affected the end of the Ghostbusters and maybe it also is like the his daughter forgiving him kind of a thing for and we learn more about it. Like this is well, this is all the special speculation that I've heard. So so it's I, not my original thought, but I mean, I agree with you guys on that. I, I another thought that came to me is it is it less uh, forgiveness having to do with the actual organization of the Ghostbusters and more? Um, you know, we all read Harold Ramis's book. We do know that um, he had a daughter outside of his marriage, and it was mm-hmm. kind of a secret thing, and there was some family drama there. Mm-hmm. I don't think they would necessarily be like oh let's put that in the movie um especially since Harold Ramis has passed and like maybe he'd be like hey let's not (laughs) but (laughs) but um so maybe but maybe it is like a family thing maybe it has to do with Carrie Coon's character forgiving uh her father or or something along those lines um I personally think let me ask you guys this and we'll we'll wrap on this if part of the storyline is that kind of like Jake was saying, is that something happened during, uh, during the, the, after Ghostbusters two, there was something, some sort of event and somebody made a mistake and Egon lost his life. And, and and then Ray shut down the Ghostbusters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How the fuck am I, or either of you, what if Ray finds out that, how are we going to emotionally, handle watching that <laughs> like how like i'm trying oh, to think hey we're not no no multiple viewings like i told jake i said we're a gonna good dinner beforehand we're gonna have to see it on opening night yeah we're going to have to leave the theater completely remove ourselves from it go to dinner not mm-hmm. talk about anything we just saw and then go back and view it again silent dinner silent dinner because <laughs> okay. like i mean I'm going to need it. I want to be accurate. I want to be clear headed. I want to be focused. I want to be in touch with my emotions. I might bring my therapist with me so I can like talk to her. You know, like, you during- know, <laughs> you know, when you watch like any Star Wars movie now and you see Carrie Fisher on the screen and you hear the Princess Leia music and you get that, <laughs> that immediate kind of thing. Like, yeah. Imagine that. But it's going to be like that. But for Ghostbusters. Worse, like. Because Harold Ramis is gone and like for so long, people have always said like, how do you do a third Ghostbusters movie Dude. without Egon? But if you make Egon the, the focal point of the movie. Dude, and- I'm just imagining Dan Aykroyd tossing slowly back and forth between his hands a slinky as he's delivering the series. Oh, Here's another wait. thing. What if there is a flashback that shows this event? 
that have yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. I, I could see it. We have the I'm just like, I, I feel it's, it's kind of tough because we start speculating going down that road. Obviously, the movie could be it could be completely, completely different. Yeah. Different. Mm-hmm. It could be nothing like what we're talking about. But still, mm-hmm. what if what if Egon's ghost comes back? But it's just like it's literally like a second Slimer, but with Egon's head CGI'd onto <laughs> it. And they're just buddies. Slimer and Egon are just like they hang out. Oh my god! Yeah, that's somebody. Please draw Slimer Egon. <laughs> Slimer Egon. Slime gone. Slimegon. <laughs> Uh, Slimer Spangler. Uh, um, that that's the uh, okay. We've talked about this before. What if the movie does end with Ray sacrificing himself and stepping over to the other side, and you see him and Egon hug? <laughs> that makes sense so... more than anybody. Though Dan Aykroyd, Ray Stance wants to become a ghost. That's what I think. Right, right. So it would be fitting for him to cross over. There is no doubt in my mind that Ray. It's gonna be like Logan. There is no doubt in my mind that Ray Stance is a hermit who has closed down the Ghostbusters and that Slimer lives with him. There's no doubt yeah. in my mind. Yeah, oh yeah. my I'm God, sure they're doing chores together. They're in the barn. <laughs> Slimer's moving bales of hay. Oh, I love it. Bales. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. He's doing farm work. Yeah, dude, I'm reading Cujo. It's just like the fucking farm where Cujo lives. <laughs> kind of I don't know. Trailer I, I, I don't like going down the speculation route, but there, there's just... If you if you're familiar with Jason Reitman's movies and you know he's all about character studies like family drama like real life things and how well, they and affect that, people yeah I mean that's the thing this is going to be centered around this family that has a connection to the original movies mm-hmm. I, I just don't think I can handle it dude I don't want to say it's like a drug oh. <laughs> all right cool well we'll wrap it up here yeah um, any final thoughts guys before we move on we're gonna go record this bonus episode. <laughs> No, I'm I'm ready. Let's right, just cool. do it. Well, listen, everybody. Right. Thank you so much for joining episode 170. Can you believe that, guys? Whoa, 170. Did episodes? we just get That's Holtzman? A lot. <laughs> what? Did we get what? Did we just get Holtzman? Uh, I just well, I was thinking about that. I was thinking about how I was more excited in that moment, like five minutes ago, that we were talking about Ghostbusters than I was at any real point watching it to the call ever. Guys, there's a Twinkie <laughs> billboard in Times Square. Guys. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, cool. 170 episodes in the books. Wow, that's crazy. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Congratulations. Good job. Congratulations. <laughs> and we'll uh, we'll see everybody Brave next week. We'll soldiers. be talking about Joker and uh, hey, listen, we got to be getting some more concrete Ghostbusters news any day now. So mm-hmm. maybe we'll have some yep. of that. Yeah. Yep. Hope right. so. Other than the ladder and the Z and all the other things we've gotten. Yeah. Ladders, Z's, what other things? An ice cream picture that was taken down. Oh, damn you, Logan Kim. All right, we'll see everybody next week. Later, y'all. Later.